This is the Chief Steward Officer podcast for Kingdom Entrepreneurs. If you want to start, grow, or sustain a business that lines up with Kingdom principles, this podcast is for you. Stewardship is key to aligning your business with the Kingdom of God, and we provide straight talk, practical tips, and advice to help you succeed. exists a certain perception, and it's almost a romanticism that's associated with being spontaneous, with living life in the moment and going wherever the wind takes you. Uh, we often hear phrases like live life to the fullest and be free. And, you know, certainly there are areas in your life where all these have their benefits. But when we speak about stewardship, these notions become kind of childish and they lose their appeal. There comes a moment when we realize that unless we are actively steering the ship, that we're adrift and list, listless without a true direction. Uh, random events seem to rule the day and chaos reigns supreme in our business and life. We may not have complete control over each event that affects our life, but we can't resign ourselves to the hopelessness that we have no control over the outcomes. So to be an effective steward, your day requires structure. You need to control what you can. You need to establish systems and boundaries for yourself and then make it a priority to adhere to them as part of the stewardship lifestyle. You'll find that instead of confinement, your systems will provide freedom and certainty and hopefully a level of peace. There's an old song that used to be sung. It was called Daniel Prayed, and uh, it started out, you know, there was a man one day that wasted not his time away, but he prayed to God every morning, noon and night. Uh, that's not a great singer, but that's how that went. Well, uh, Daniel was one of the Hebrew children in captivity in Babylon. But because of his close relationship with God, he found favor in the eyes of the king, and he ascended to a position of great responsibility. The king depended on Daniel's counsel, and in fact, lives were hinging on his accuracy. So if you put yourself in Daniel's shoes, how is it even possible to live with that weight on your shoulders? Well, Daniel's solution was to establish a routine of prayer. Daniel didn't approach his routine with a cavalier attitude. You know, maybe I'll take a break today. Maybe I'll have an early lunch. Uh, it was quite the opposite. In fact, he was so committed to his established routine of prayer that he refused to break it even when the king signed a decree for him to stop it. Daniel was willing to be cast into a lion's den because he knew his time with God was that important. That's commitment. And now, spoiler alert, in case you haven't read, he turns out okay in the end. Uh, now. The same goes for your life, but there are few routines that you can establish that will be more effective than Daniel's. Contrast starting your day in the peace and tranquility of the Father's presence with the common alternative. Imagine the stress of starting your day uh, just by rushing out of bed. You slept too late, so you rush out of bed. You splash through a shower, and then you gulp down your scalding hot coffee. 
you, you have no time for an effective towel off. So now you get to wear a wet shirt and wet socks as you hop into the car and you rest to work. You're wrinkled. You're just all out of sorts. And when you finally arrive at the office two minutes late, because, of course, you caught a train or traffic, you'll still need to get your thoughts together and get organized just so that you can figure out whatever it is that you're going to be doing that day. Now, we all see people, and maybe that person is you, uh, but who operate in this capacity, and they always seem like they're living in chaos. Nothing comes easy for them, uh, but the good news is you can streamline the activities of your day if you adhere to a few simple principles. Matter of fact, simple routines will make very big impacts. So I would suggest that the first thing you need to do when you get up in the morning is pray. You're a steward after all. Uh, what could be more beneficial than spending an adequate amount of time with the king of all kings? Every other matter of importance will wait. I mean, how long is enough? That's a personal opinion. But here's a pro tip. If God's talking to you, don't tell him you have better things to do. Let him talk. So if you seek direction for the day and make sure that whatever you have on your plate today is in perfect alignment with what he's planned for the day, it's going to go better for you. Now, there are many things that you can't foresee that will come at you over the course of the day, regardless of whether you pray. But I find that my attitude will be completely different about the same situation if I've spent any time in the presence of God. He'll change my perceptions. He'll give me words of wisdom to speak in trying situations, and he'll put a guard on my mouth to prevent harmful words that seem to roll freely when times get frustrating. When you walk into work in the morning, you should reflect organization, preparation, vision, and effective leadership because that's what your employees are looking for. Now, when you walk into the office, you should have already consulted the king and possess a confident sense of direction for the day. However, you can't expect your team members to know what the king has told you unless you tell them. So at this point in the day, I like to have a daily stand-up with my managers, and in turn, they'll have daily stand-ups with their teams. Now, stand-up is a core component of a methodology called Agile Project Management. We won't get too far in the weeds there. But Agile Project Management is an effective tool because it's based on common sense and natural human behavior. A stand-up is basically a mini-meeting. It isn't meant to be an all-encompassing meeting that covers every aspect of every part of your day. And as such, the stand-up should be limited to no more than 15 minutes. If you're going longer than 15 minutes, I guarantee you, you're doing it wrong. The great thing about the stand-up is that it has a simple agenda and it never changes. Number one, what did you complete yesterday? Number two, what are you completing today? And number three, what obstacles do you have? Now, if you've got a staff that you're delegating things to, your job as the steward is to make sure they can do their jobs. That's why it's important for them to identify any obstacles they have, because your job is to make sure that they can overcome those obstacles, that you equip them with the tools and the strategies to overcome. Communicating clear expectations is a component of effective leadership. You'll find that if you don't have these daily interactions, your team members will run off in left field and do things to keep busy. And, you know, they're not doing them out of spite or ridiculousness. They have, you know, they believe they're going to be helpful, but they typically have absolutely no connection to the overall business goal that the Lord has given you for the day. So this means that you're not delegating. It means that you're basically resigning yourself to do all the important work 
and accepting that your days will just forever be stressful. Again, it will contribute to the overall chaos and confusion of the day. That's why Jethro told Moses, hey, man, you've got to delegate these important tasks to people around you because your job is to spend time with the Lord. So your job is to spend time with the Lord and to guide your business, but not to be in the weeds doing every important task. That's what you have a team for. When we get to the middle point of the day, we're often having lunch meetings or rushing around to be prepared for our meetings after lunch. Matter of fact, we're doing all kinds of work on our break. But I usually find that in this time we're in the car or even if we're in the office, it's usually a little bit quieter because our employees and team members are out to lunch themselves. So I find that this is a very opportune time to take a few minutes and recheck back in with a king. Make sure you spend a part of your lunch meeting with God. You can do this in the car very simply. It, it doesn't take any more time out of your schedule, but you just need to make sure to take a few min minutes to reconnect by taking a little break in the presence of the Savior. And at the end of the day, check back in with your team members. Make sure they're still on task. Remember, you're going to repeat all of this again tomorrow. But clear up any loose ends now before you go home for the day. You need to make sure that when you return to work tomorrow, you know exactly what you're going to be working on, notwithstanding any changes in direction that you would get tomorrow morning in prayer. But the best way to do this is to spend a few minutes before you hit the door writing out anything that you completed today, the things that you're going to complete tomorrow, and any obstacles that you have. You see, it all kind of rolls back in together. That way, when you go home, you'll be able to spend time with your family and decompress and escape from the stress of the day. It's very important that you have a work-life balance. Have hobbies. Exercise. Go to church and worship. Read your Bible. Make sure you're making time for these critically important things. Work's going to start again tomorrow, so you need to take the opportunities to balance your life. Finally, before you go to bed, I encourage you one more time to hit your knees and thank the Lord for the blessings of the day. Thank him for all the protection he provided today that you didn't even realize you needed. Many times you'll get to the end of the day and realize, you know what, this was a pretty good day. And it's then you realize that God was working on your behalf without you even knowing it. And he did that simply because you spent some time with him in the morning. So these are some very important routines that you can establish for your daily lives, and a few simple steps will help you be more effective as a leader, a communicator, and a student.